0: You're listening to The Million Dollar Sellers Podcast with your host, Nick Schuchat. Today's show features another amazing entrepreneur who has found success online. Now, let's learn what it takes to be a million-dollar seller. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is The Million Dollar Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Schuchat. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. I'm really stoked to sit down with him today. It's Sean Cannon. Sean, what is up, man? How have you been? I'm good, man. What the heck's up with you? Nice, nice. Just another day in the office here, man. Um, it's recording day, so I'm sitting down yeah. with you to do this yeah. podcast, man, and I'm excited because we don't get to chat very often. Uh, I know we're both very busy, man, doing stuff yeah. for the kids. Uh, so, you know, Sean, you've been in this Amazon game for a little bit. And, you know, I want to dig into your story about like how you got started and, you know, how you ended up where you are right now. I know you've recently moved and you've made some big changes in your life and have accomplished, you know, quite a few things. And, and I've seen you go through, you know, that period where you're heavily involved with arbitrage and, you know, like reselling uh, from Alibaba and stuff like that. And now you've kind of transitioned to where you are now. So, you know, why don't you just jump into like, you know, what you've been up to recently, but also like where did you get started into this uh e-commerce journey?
1: All right. So where where I am now, I'm I'm more in the brand management. So I, I work with I work with brands. We we primarily like to focus on European countries. Uh my niche is Canada. Yeah, I'm not Canadian. I have a Canadian partner. <laughs> But we're selling, we're selling in Canada. and We do filter down to the United States. But I figure being a bigger fish in a smaller pound is a lot better than where yeah. we're at. So, so we're it's growing. It's 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 growing uh, uh, entirely. It's definitely not where I started, but it's I've reached that point where I, you know, what what is an expert, right? You know, i you know, but I've re- I've reached the point where I feel like I reasonably know a lot more how to establish value to somebody, especially particularly we're in, that, they're, we're in that bootstrap phase, where a lot of times companies, they think, you know, they think they know what people want, but they really don't know. You, you know, they're almost like kind of pushing people into that stuff. And I always worked off that value proposition. Where we started was way back, like 2014, you know, is when, so seven, eight years, almost pretty much the length of my relationship with, with with becky um we started it was really technically her business we we started it for her and moved from there but how how this got going i was a financial advisor i worked with you know i i specialized in retirement distribution you know all the other, all that other good stuff managed money and uh becky wasn't too happy with her her job and and i was always like uh, an extrovert i i never understood like corp- corporate nonsense and so she would tell me these stories like she was like she was in a meeting and her hands were, were full folded over like this because she was cold and she got like a demerit somehow, somehow <laughs> like they mentioned that in her review. And I'm like, what? Or she crossed yeah. her legs in the opposite direction of the person that was talking. And I'm like, what in the world is this? Is this is this even in? You know, so I told her, I was like, go, let's let's start a business. And we are originally gonna do um uh, uh a laundry mat. Slash bar, and we we're gonna call it suds. You know, you go in there, do your laundry, and then go, you know, get go get shit faced, and then you know, go, you know, finish up your laundry or whatever. And uh through through that process, you know, she didn't know how to raise money, and at the time, I I I didn't really know how to raise money, but I knew that I knew people, and that that was a big thing. I always figured like if someone else does it, it's not impo- like it's not impossible for me to do. It. I just gotta figure out how to how to do it, and then and then really just get it done. You know. Um, so through that evolution, um, I, no, no wheels are really turning, you know, uh, for her with, with, uh, you know, I told her to get a business plan, get all this stuff written up. Um, and then my, you know, I'm always looking to solve problems. I think that's probably, if I ever have any talent, superpower in life, it's solving, solving problems. And so I was trying to solve this, this problem for her, which then inadvertently puts me in the middle of, of this problem. And I was thinking, okay, let's just get some type of business going, anyways. And a, and a, a former buddy of mine down down in, in Florida uh, had introduced me to this this whole concept of, of Amazon. I had no idea what it was. He sent me. Uh, he told he sends me a link one day to this uh, Death Star uh, silicone mold, ice cube mold, to buy it for a dollar. Okay, whatever. I'll buy it for a buck. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Didn't work. The you know, ice was everywhere. Like two weeks later, he's like, "Hey, man, did you get that that silicone thing?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Hey, can you can you you know give me a review?" And I'm like, "You a review?" And then that's when he was breaking down all of FBA at the time for me. Amazon was literally just Amazon. I didn't understand that Amazon had third party sellers and all that other stuff. I figured it was yeah. just inventory with big businesses that Amazon had had worked with, and that really had intrigued me and i um i had what year like,
0: was that sean
1: what year was, was that uh i want to say 24 i think it's 24 okay. 2014 i'm almost sure now like it's weird because like cold that covid year really yeah the year that disappeared you know a lot of times i'm like two years ago I'm like well shit that was two years ago you know yeah it was the year that disappeared but uh um um but anyways so so that ball started getting rolling and I was trying to, you know, I was learning a little bit more about it. It wasn't really for me. It was originally to get something going for Becky and then also getting something going for my mom. Yeah, you know, okay. my mom was always just looking for like a little additional income, you know, she she's fine with retirement, but she was any little bit more could help for her, you know, to keep her busy and all that other stuff. And to this day, she's still, she's still an Amazon seller. She's nice. still, uh, she does arbitrage. So, nice. so I started in the arbitrage for those that don't know, that's where you just literally go into stores buy
0: things and then flip it flip it on amazon and that to me yeah was- and i i think that's still one of the best ways to get in if you're at that stage yeah. in your life where you're like you're ready to grind yeah. you got a little bit of money and 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 you know you got a little bit of personality and and Kind of, you know, you gotta have some secret sauce to go into these stores and scan stuff and yeah. for an hours. Like, you gotta be, a, a, you know, on a mission, so to say. Yeah, but. But
1: you have to know. And I remember, like, there were guys that had like scanners attached to their like gloves. <laughs> they had like built-in glove scanners. And to me, like, yeah, I was appreciative of the income. But I remember, like, one time, I'm I'm like pushing like this cart full of Hello Kitty like plateware. And I'm like, there's gotta like, there's gotta be a better way. Cause I like I was a financial advisor. I, I can't imagine like my client turning the corner as I'm scanning like cat food in aisle twelve. Right. What are you doing, Sean? I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just uh, i buy cat food. yeah, you know, you know yeah. I mean? and it was always like this level of deceit because it became like stores didn't want, you know, it was always this thing. So I, I started so, yeah. gravitating yeah. towards, well you know, what, you know, like, what can we do? And then that's when we, I, we were private labeling before I even knew that was like an actual thing because uh, Becky had worked for this uh, company that did merchandising, you know, so they made tchotchke stuff for company and it was, and I was like, well, let's go into that. So they looked at one of their hot sellers and then we adopted that and that was a waterproof Bluetooth speaker that, that we started with. And when we started, and this is like late 2014, maybe even early 2015 now, when you think about the the economics of Amazon at that time versus now, we we had ordered, we had uh, bought, I think, two hundred units. I, I don't think we spent even more than two thousand dollars, and we had a five thousand dollars line of credit. And our first order got seized by customs, right? Because <laughs> it was we had the name Bluetooth on it, and and this is this is like some that would have killed a lot of people right then and there. They started something, they lost twelve hundred bucks. You know know what I mean? And, but to me, that was a problem that needed to be solved. Right. So then, so immediately I placed an order again. So I put up another like, you know, 2000 bucks or whatever it was. We eventually get it. We actually actually eventually get the old stuff too. I had to pretty much be my own lawyer, like working with customs and figuring all this out to get, to get this inventory uh, um, towards us. But we had an OEM container that had, you know, and, you know, China has no idea how to market, you know, in terms of like making anything look pretty. So it had Chinese lettering, letters were backwards, you know, all kinds of just ridiculousness. And we had uh, picked out a logo, picked out a brand and all that other stuff. And we went to Office Max and we bought a circular sticker and we slapped that right on top of the thing and sent it into Amazon and all of them sold. Like, nice <laughs> all of them sold and we turned around and we did it again and we did it again and it grew so quick and this is before anybody knew how to order any you know like to shipping you know like i'm like it's amazing what we know now you know then it was just like get stuff on a plane and get it here like what, what's a boat what's cargo what's a container you know i mean that was yeah. just like that was big business stuff that was just like a world that didn't even make sense you know we were still getting stuff uh th- through the air and and but well, we ran into a problem where um We couldn't fix, like, I couldn't fix, like, what was going wrong with some of these units, you know? So we changed the design, we changed the style, but, like, the electronics of it at the end of the day, it it wasn't jiving. So then from there, we we went for we've done, and I've, we've probably done, like, over, easily over, like, 100 different types of products. You know, some me too, some, like, creationary stuff, some that we wholesale to other individuals um, sex toys, you know, all kinds of just craziness. We ended up like my, my thought process was every listing on Amazon to me, was like a doorway, you know, like a way to get in Amazon. So like, I would rather, if I was going to sell like a thousand units, like in a month or a day or a week or whatever, arbitrary number of this, I would rather have a thousand listings that sold one unit. And one listing that sold a thousand because I saw a lot of times the struggle that people had to, you know, get their product to the first page of Amazon, you know, and I didn't, I didn't want, I, did, I just didn't want that. So we gravitated towards where things that had the most amount of SKUs and we found that to be in cosmetics and we found that to be uh, in groceries. Um, So we thrived, we thrived in that environment. We built that business. In hindsight, I, you know, I don't, I can't say I have regrets because it took me to where I'm at now, but I think I would have always just stuck with a brand rather than just going real hardcore wholesale, you know, and whatnot, particularly because we built it out of our home. We had four employees at one point working out of our home and I'd like to think I was like a cool boss, you know what I mean? I yeah. ran a bar, I had weed, I was like, here's the job, get it done. Yeah. You know, do you want to smoke something or drink something? Like I, who am I to stop you? Yeah. You know, or, right, uh, right. Uh, well, uh, at one point it was all women. And uh, um, so there would be like this, this needless drama. And i would be like, all right, time out. We're all getting drinks, you know, and the way, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, just have a little retreat, you know, and that was cool. Um, and, you know, we, we, we just grow, we cool. You continue to grow through the ranks and learn more and more and more. And there's this point where you realize that you've given yourself a new job, right? Yeah. And, and then the question is, do you like what you do? And it was a real easy answer for me to say, no. You know, I didn't really enjoy, I wouldn't do it for free. You know, so then I, I, I really started adopting the mentality. I, I did, actually did this really early on, but really started getting aggressive to it as we're starting to develop out our, our team. But I, I was, I focused on two things. Things that I'm great at, Right and things that I loved and anything else in between, like somebody else could do it. Like I don't take out the trash. I just don't. Like maybe randomly if it happens to be there and I'm walking towards the trash, like I'll I'll take it out then. I don't do the dishes. I don't I don't do anything. I don't spend any time. I don't clean my old car. You know, because somebody yeah. else could do it. You know, like why would I? There's there's some weird pride that people have on like knowing how to do like basic thing you know i don't know any of that.
0: yeah well i think i think you bring up an interesting point like in the it's like the difference between how like an entrepreneurial community thinks versus like um you know a a non-business savvy community thinks right there's all these things that that there's these differences that are like you know really they're big there there's a couple that are just like big differences like the way that you see those things like no I don't care about how to do everything. I don't care that I can't fix this door in the house or whatever. Like, yeah, I don't want to know. Want like, I'm I'm happier these days. I'm happier not knowing. Things. It's 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 it, you have so much
1: time in the yeah. day, and, and and I've learned that being an entrepreneur isn't like a job. It's a lifestyle. Like I wake yeah. up an entrepreneur. I go to bed an entrepreneur. I wake up in the middle of the night an entrepreneur. I take
0: a shit and I'm not go, a 9 to 5.
1: <laughs> it's you don't you don't turn it off. Yeah. And and that's something that is so knowing that, you want to be able to like make a life that's conducive or around you know around that. And so yeah, I think I think what it comes down to is like people are always trying to assert their value. And when you're yeah. in and when you're in a circumstance where you don't have all this control and how, what's my worth? What's my value? You know, okay, so for some guys, and I'm not, not getting any of this up, but maybe sports is more important to them because now they know everything about sports and that's how they assert their value. Maybe they can eat a 70-ounce uh, uh what do they call it? Like some steak or something like that. And that's like how they feel that hey, this is my value, you know, to the world. I enjoy having soft hands. I enjoy thinking yeah. my mind. And and I and I find that the goals that I have the way that I live my life are in tune with the goals that I have for myself. And I find that I, I set higher goals. Now that wasn't the case because the thing is when you, when you set like a goal, like sometimes you're afraid to acknowledge what your goal really is because you're not afraid that you can't do it. Well, maybe, but you're really, really afraid of is you're afraid of the perception of other people. You know, and so I have this little thing where it's like, like the secret to success is like, think of something that's baller that you're good at, set a good goal for it and tell people about it. Yeah. And if they think that it's just easy for you to do, reset that goal. Yeah. Set, you know, change it, elevate it to a point where you get the naysayers and the sneers and like, oh, well, good luck and all that other stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, you're to something. Then go find the people that support you at that point, the people that align with you, believe in you, even have the resources to it, and then knock that shit out, and then do it all over again. So I've been finding that the relationships that I've had, the people that grow with me, like why we even still communicate is we're growing in the same direction. Maybe not on the all same right. journey, <laughs> but we're growing on the on this within the same path. Yeah. And there's people that I've had in my life where I've you know like, hey man, like the time served doesn't equal time ahead. Like that value to me is a check that needs to be cashed on a daily basis. Like every day, like I have to have value to you today. You have to have value to me today, tomorrow, the same thing. And at some point, if there's not a value proposition, we need to rethink the time that we're spending with each other. So yeah, I'd let go. Like I think of all my college friends i think of all the people that are, you know for per, i i know them you know i hang but i when we get together i have nothing to share with them because i'll start talking about the things that i'm doing and the growth that we're having and then it's an awkward conversation because they want to bitch about their boss and i'm like dude i just knocked out some yeah, really impressive yeah. things you know and uh um that really came to fruition uh with our moves you know we moved to um we moved to uh puerto rico in in uh july and how that nice. is like for mds yeah. you know mds for all the good for all the bad it is it, it is definitely it's changed my life i mean that's you know it's it's it, 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 not saying to say it could change anybody's life but like the right. interactions and the relationships and the way that i leveraged uh the the, the network that i had with mds has been like paramount you know um how that even started was alan stevens was uh talking to me we were talking about costs and marketing and you know and all that other stuff and he just kept he wouldn't stop talking about this (laughs) palmist and um so then he sends me this video and it's like it's like the propaganda video like this this video (laughs) like oh my god
0: he's pretty good with his video editing skills i've seen his i don't think stories he didn't make that one though you didn't make that one Okay. But, but yeah, yeah, he is otherwise
1: like just very talented, even on the fly. Like, he'll just make the <laughs> little stuff and he'll make like an average evening look like super baller. Just sit you know, yeah. you know there. I mean, like, you'll pet an iguana and make that really entertaining somehow. Yes. Like, here's Alan petting an iguana. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but anyway, so that he, he initially planted the seed. And, uh, and at the time, I'm just getting sick of winter. I'm in Wisconsin right now. and It's like probably like 12 degrees, and I'm not looking forward to going outside. And, and I remember just going to Becky, uh, um, when she had woke up in the morning and I was like, what do you, what do you think about like moving to Puerto Rico? And I just was assuming like, we can't do that. You know, finances, business, all these other things. And maybe I just caught her at the right time. And she was like, "Don't," you know, and then it was a matter of, okay, now we're going to move to Puerto Rico. But when, you know, when are we going to do this? And, and so then more and more people from MDS started moving down to Palmas, Palmas Del Mar. And I'm learning a little bit more, you know, about, about that community. So I'm talking to Sanjay, right. And, and uh, on a related issue, some investment stuff. And, and so I I didn't even know he was in Palmas. I'm like, you're in Palmas too. Like there's like 12, of you guys. (laughs) down in Palmas and everyone kept saying how great this is. It's like this thriving community of entrepreneurs and the community is wonderful. And I, so I kept having excuses, COVID this business, that, and he pretty much told me, he was like, if you're not, if you're not going to come, stop saying you're going to come. He didn't say it like that because he's a nice guy, but he pretty much told me to shitter, you know, get off the pot. Right. Yeah. So, and that disturbed me, you know, cause you know, uh, it's awesome when friends can call you out yeah you know what i mean so right then and there after that conversation i bought i bought two plane tickets uh for my and i figured my 42nd birthday was coming up went down told becky my hey just so you know we're going to puerto rico in in like two weeks uh three weeks maybe and just to check it out get a lay of the land hang out with people down there see what's going on and when we got down there on the second day i we fell in love and we we We've rented a place, you know, we so, so then we came back home and we gave away our our entire life. We shut down our business. That was a big decision to like shut down a profitable Cause I yeah. I couldn't take that to Puerto Rico with me. Yeah. You know, but I also have a, a talent in the in the market. So there's all you know, plus we're building up this brand management. So I knew that hey, we could go down there, we could we could survive, you know, and uh, um so we did. We we shut down everything, we gave everything away. We started a brand new life, and I got to tell you that was probably one of the most liberating experiences I've ever had in my life. Where you, yeah. you, you the things that you think are important to you, when you're watching them being thrown away, you realize it's just garbage, like it's yeah. just just trash. So I found that my joy now is not in owning things, but in the memory, like having experience, having memories, and, and I'm always trying to enrich. You know, like those type of memories, and like if I buy something, like Becky just bought a purse, and I told her, I'm like, hey, you could, yeah, get a purse, but you got to replace it, you know. So now we got to
0: get rid of something, yeah, you know, that we don't really add, add to that. Man, that's good. Yeah, I like that. That's a good because it's just so easy to like step. Oh, it's so easy. To look. Like I've got three kids in the house, right, and it's like. Yeah, you, oh. you get a McDonald's and they like they throw a bat, they throw a toy in there. Yeah. And it's like every day you got a toy and like they're just leaving them out there and they got buckets and buckets and you know, parents can just buy every, more buckets. Every child <laughs> has way too many toys. Yeah. They have way like and they and they use it for that like category toys. on Amazon's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, it
1: is. It is. I mean I mean it's more it's more accessible. There's more variety. But either way. Yeah. Um So Amazon, Amazon, uh, for me now, um, is still very relevant in in my life, but it it has gravitated more to commerce and just general, you know, and like, and like developing out networks and, and looking for opportunities and and efficiencies. And what's awesome about MDS is like MDS used to just be really like an Amazon only type of environment. And now it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's. it's a full-on e-commerce, investments, real estate. I mean, there's so many people with so many different backgrounds that are doing so many amazing baller things coming together. And it's, it's one of the, the better master At the time, before I moved to Palmas, <laughs> before I moved to Palmas, MBS was the absolute best mastermind I've ever been. Now, yeah. now that I'm in Palmas, Palmas is... Uh, 10 times 10 times because there's billionaires there's billionaires in that in that in that space um but it's still it reminds me of where of how mds is still growing and where and the barometer of where of where we're going to reach you know because like right now the market you know study the markets real real closely um and like the market's taking a dump
0: you know yeah sean actually for like everyone that's listening sean is actually one of the most active people in our other the other MDS group, the investments group. And like, you know, Sean is really well known for doing in-depth chart analysis. And, uh, you know, people will like tag you and post, hey, Sean, what do you think of this? Like, give, you know, give me some insight. And Sean hops on, you know, so I'd really say, because I've I've known you for a while. I've seen you uh, go through the community. I see you active over there, like providing a lot of value, just like you have in, you know, these other communities that you've participated in.
1: I love
0: that shit.
1: You, you know what I mean? And I'm really good at it. and I love it. And so th- that goes back to the tenets of my existence. Like do the things that make you great and do the things that, yeah. And despite all the the frustration that I could have in the market, you're going to have frustrations in anything, whether it's any, right. anything, you know, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I do a lot. I do it for free. You know, I do, I, I do, I mean, I do it for free for specific individuals you know, of those that, that in return have, have, there's value reciprocal, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, from various projects, investment opportunities, uh, you know, uh, uh, things like that. But the point where, where I was saying was like, MDS has reached, uh, um, we're above the clouds. You know, like, like the market could, could go to, to, you know, the stock market could just plumber. Yeah. And, and sharks always swim. You know what I mean? Like, like sharks swim. You know, we're we're the I have I have a fervent belief that that every time the earth resets, right? Like some cataclysm happens, great reset, not just an economic reset, but like earth 2.0, 3.0, 4.0. It ain't the smartest that 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 make it. You know, right. it's not, not the hardest workers that make it. It's the problem solvers. It's the yeah. innovators, you know, because like let's say we're hanging out, the world ends right and then it's just me me you and our wives or whatever And we're like okay um i don't know how to make the internet <laughs> what's the internet uh so we're gonna but we're gonna figure it out right we figure out a method of yeah. communication maybe we can you know we we still know some things so maybe we get birds to do some things for it or whatever yeah. <laughs> and then but it doesn't take much between you know, second, third, fourth generation before they even talk about the internet again. And then now whatever we started creates this whole new technological tree that goes off into be big things. So I think guys like me and you are the the true survivors. You know, when the shit hits the fan, you know, like I always look at like how people respond to like uh, emergent emergencies. You you, you know what I mean? Like me, I... Immediately like I I, I trust my in- rise in- to the occasion, they,
0: right, like whatever it is. Yeah.
1: Cause I have a lot of like I have engineering partners and stuff like that, that they they won't go outside that bubble of their structure of how they actually see everything. And and it's difficult to have those communications sometimes because it's like I'm like, let's just go for it. Like yeah, what happened? I'm like, I trust myself enough that when I get there, I'm gonna know that there's gonna be a set of problems that we need to solve. You know, I don't know what those problems are, but I know that they're solvable, you, you know? And, and so long as, as in that space, you know, that's, that's the direction I'm always going to move into, you know? Um, I, be- I believe that, like, I believe that there's, like, three things in, in life that, that we all focus on, right? And, that, and that's, like our, that's, like, our finances, that's our health, and that's our mind. But most people are stuck on the finances. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they spend all of it, and I still do. I spend a great deal of my time you know, accumulating, you know, money. But here's what I know that can be solved. I can earn enough money where I don't have to earn enough money. There's no amount of learning that I could have where I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like that doesn't yeah. exist. The more you know, the more you know you don't know. And then you're just on this forever pursuit of just, Self-education, self-knowledge, same thing with health. Like there, there's no such thing as perfect. Health. There's always you age. So as you age, your body's literally dying. So it's like you're you're doing by just understanding how your body works just a a, a little bit more, you get to I get to be 43 and not have a wrinkle yeah. on my face. I think it's important.
0: That's like, yeah, it's like you're setting those targets in your financial life or your health life that you know, know that, uh, bring happiness to you. Cause I think if you don't do that, then you get stuck in that circle of knowledge where you learn more and you just want to know more. Mm-hmm. And you haven't set like a point where you're going to say, Hey, okay, this is enough for me. And, you know, maybe when I get there, I might decide it's still not enough for me. And maybe I do want more, but you know, at least you're making, you're aware of that decision. Yeah. You know, I think as you get older, especially like that, the habits that you are building, you know, start to drive you even more compared to being young when you're a little more curious and, you know, what if this, what if that, whereas you get into your thirties and you're busy, like, you know, I feel like in my life habits have kind of, you know, they're, they're steering more of my decisions during the day, uh, versus when I was a kid.
1: Everything. I mean, it's, it's all a habit. Like that, so You got to build those right, you know, those, those right habits. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's not easy. <laughs> um, you know, I'd struggle with that daily, but I know I'll yeah. be able to do better when I, when I wake up one day and that day is like, I don't have to even earn a dollar because it's already yeah. solved for me, you know, and, yeah. and I'm hoping that's going to be within the next two to three years. You know, I have a goal. I have a goal of $20 million. and so, you know, that, okay. that, that that's my goal. Nowhere near that. You know, I'm in the, I'm in the seven figure range, but nowhere near uh, an eight figure range. And for me, um, that's, that was a goal that I was always never comfortable talking about, you know, cause it's yeah. like a, you know, it's a big deal to some individuals when they, you know, there's some people in this world that worked their whole life and not even accumulate a million dollars. And, and for me, I, I still don't feel that that's even a big ask when you right. think of like all the amount of money and all the potential and all the people that are out there and the billions and the trillions that are out there. But, I, nobody. I could have. I could have a hundred million dollars and nobody know who the hell I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? got yeah. Two hundred million. Nobody knows who I am. There's, you know, and if, it's like so, so when you when you start setting a goal enough, like an actual goal, and you and you and you are dead set on that, one of one of two things are going to happen. You're going to achieve that goal. Or you're going to die trying to yeah. achieve goal. like that yeah, or give up right yeah well if you quit <laughs> then that's why even said like quitting 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 I, I think people misunderstand what quitting is right like so let's say let's say for instance that that you know i want to have i want to have good health right like right now i'm about 15 pounds overweight yeah right? you know you know what i mean so and i i bad ADHD. So like sticking to any one thing is a very difficult thing for me to do. I'll do one thing and then I do it for like two weeks and I'll stop and start something different. But what's happening is even though I'm starting and stopping, when I'm, I'm still always moving it forward. You know what I mean? Like the goal of optimal health still hasn't changed, even though, so every process I take, it still is is, hopefully, that, that makes like a a, a degree of sense, you know, where it's like, so I think when I stop something, I don't feel that that's quitting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think it it boils down to like a few things that drive a lot of humans that you've, you've kind of touched on. And like that one, for me, I would boil it down to guilt, right? Like people feel guilty for, for quitting. Yeah. Right? I think that's a, like, that's an element that every human can identify with. And, you know, when, when you just say, Hey, I'm going to quit cause it didn't work out for me, or, you know, I gave it my best shot and now I'm going to try this. You know, as long as you know, in your head, like you're confident that like, that's your truth and you've owning it. I think, I think the damage starts to happen when you lie to yourself on a regular basis, right? Like you, yeah, yeah. you tell yourself this bullshit story. And you know, it's bullshit, like, mm-hmm. and, and and that in for me, like, I'm, you know, reflecting on some of the things I've been through, like, you know, that's really what was leading me to make all these poor decisions, you know, like, I'm okay with making a bad decision, right? Like, at least I'm making a decision. But if I know there's something else out there that I should have done, and I didn't do it for some stupid reason. And like, you know, like in the moment where, you know, you just get drawn into something else because it's pulling on some other human element that just drags you into it. And you're like, oh, shit. you know, you're in love with some chick and, and, you know, you make a bad decision because, you know, you were in love or, you know, oh, that's you got, good. you've got 20 grand invested in a product and things go wrong and you should quit, but you know, you should just fucking quit. But man, I've got twenty grand invested in this product, and I'm gonna make it work, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that, right? And you get all egotistical about it, and you know, then you're ten grand in debt, ten grand more in debt before you quit. There's, there's, so,
1: so, so, there's,
0: it's the word quit, right? You know, that, that's the
1: big word. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay out two scenarios, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just give you the answer so we don't have to play that game. But there was a poll that was done. Um, on individuals that if you were guaranteed, you had option A, option B. Option A is you're guaranteed to make $3,000, or B is you, you have an 80% chance of making $4,000, 20% chance of making nothing. Most respondents picked A. They're, they wanted the sure thing, absolutely, without question. It made, it made sense to them. Now, when the second scenario, flipped, it, and this is where it gets really interesting. If you had option A, 100% chance to lose $3,000 or an 80% chance to lose $4,000 and a 20% chance of breaking even, most people took option B. So they're willing to, even though like they, the point is, is that you need to know when to cut your losses. Yeah. Quitting. That's not failure. I mean, it's failure. It's failure. But you have to know like, okay, this is where this is where it ends and this is where this is where now I need to go, or else you're gonna on that. I always like in the trading world, I was talking about like hope isn't a strategy. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. like you can't just launch a product and I've I've seen that. How many times have we seen that? You know, like oh
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Like. Like rock stars, you know, I was in this group that we, you know, we, I built it up with this uh, Chaz to like 50 some thousand people. Not, not everybody was active, but yeah. I
0: remember that you guys had like a
1: cruise and everything. Yeah. Yeah. We had, there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of people. And, and the reality is they all had all had the same knowledge for the most part. I mean, every Monday I'd sit there just talking for hours, just (laughs) freely giving this information out. And yet, so few people actually ever, you know, like did, did anything, you know, because it's it's more than just, uh, just knowing something isn't enough. Like, it's not like, you know, you can know a lot of things, but how are you? There's a lot of smart people that don't accomplish shit in their lives, you know? And, and I give, I give way more credit to somebody that, 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 I give way more credit to somebody that that tries and fails, tries and fails, tries and fails than the person that is afraid to even try. Like when people said like there are people that just won't do New Year's resolutions because most people quit. Yeah. And I'm like, that's dumb. You should at least make a good positive decision, even if you know that you were going to fail. Yeah. Even if you knew that you were going to last like we, I did. I did not last. Uh, I had I got caught COVID, but that was a nice excuse excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had a january uh whatever um and you know it's a justifiable excuse but why after covid did i not get right back on it right you know what i mean but i did learn my lessons and you know and all the, and all this all stuff you know to to to, to keep pushing things uh
0: did you, know, you always have that idea of around failure like you know growing up as a kid and stuff did you I, or, or did you kind of fear fear failure i or then and in-
1: I was, I was, uh, um, I built myself. I don't know how the fuck yeah.
0: I, to say that. I yeah. would, I can I, relate to that 100%, man, I was, where I would broken down to nothing. And <laughs> I, I like, I like <laughs> start over. I, I came from
1: nothing. I have no college degree. Yeah. Um, again, I'm, I'm not, I'm probably one of the smartest guys I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a dumb motherfucker. I'm a dumb, <laughs> stupid motherfucker but like in terms of the amount of things that i i know um and and what what it is what it is is it is it's i've always anything i wanted to know i i would become obsessed about it and i would have to know everything that there was to know about and i did that at like even at a really early age you know like i remember um i was like 12 years old or 10 or something, something really young. Just, uh, I look at my kids and my, they're 13. They'll never do this shit. And, uh, um, there was a kid that came by knocking on the door and he was selling my mom, like trying to sell my mom, like candies and, and cards. And like that, I was, I'm like, what? I was like, I kept asking like, what was he doing? Why was he selling that? Well, you know, what was going on? Yeah. Like, church or whatever. And then I'm like, I could, I bet I could do that. I was like, I bet I, for me though. Like, why do I got to do it for, ch-? like, just do it for me. So there was a company called Olympia sales and they gave you this little catalog. And then for every sale, you got like two bucks. or I can't remember what it was. some And I went door to door at the age of 12, like knocking on all my neighbors doors. And I got I did. I made like a hundred bucks or something, something like that. I got to tell you, I was terrified.
0: Yeah. I was freaking. I tell you what, if you're afraid, if you're afraid of reject, rejection, go get a sales job. Oh my God. Oh my God. I think a sales job, do it for a few weeks. You'll get over that.
1: I I became a financial advisor. I was always good at like, I was always presentable, you know, for the the most part. And I was always, I always use my words to my advantage, you know? Um, so I ended up, yeah, I got a job. I got a job as a financial advisor. And, uh, um, and, uh, well, what did you just say? Cause I I was going somewhere with, with, uh, Oh, Oh, the fear, the fear. So I, I had my natural market. But my, my at the time, I was a stand-up comedian. I was selling cell phones at Verizon. So my natural market were not people that you're going to be making any kind of money with. So I realized that the money to be made was was talking to individuals that made over $100,000 a year. Oh, and man. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody that did that. So I, I, uh, went, I found this Rolodex of people that worked at Cole's department store. And I found out that if you called the their, uh, number, it would say, you know, type in the name of the person it would, it would ring their desk. And then there was LinkedIn. So then I would start, I would start cold calling and I was scared out of my mind. So I used to go across the street to this, uh, bar. I think it was called McGillicuddy's or something like that. Uh, some Irish bar. And I would get like two, three shots of vodka, like in a short succession period of time. And I would go back feeling a little loose. Now drill, I'll drill out these calls. And I remember telling myself, if I can get to a hundred calls, if I can just get to a hundred calls, I'll never be afraid of this shit ever again. And yeah. so I was terrified. I was freaking out and I couldn't sleep on the weekends. And that, that, that chiseled me really, you know, I went to the mill. I was in the military. I went through boot, I went through boot camp, and I remember like, you know, I, I was in the air where general sergeants would push you and hit you and you know just that shit that you, you couldn't even do anymore, just screaming, saying the most profane shit in your face. And then I remember I came back, you know, when I came, uh, uh, you know, I came back and uh, and uh, I was working at, at this cafeteria and there was this old uh Italian guy that had who was barking at all these kids and they were all uh, uh shitty afraid of them And I'm like, this guy ain't nothing. Like, Jim, is, you're afraid of this guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, um, and And people allow, people allow their fear to prevent them from doing, from just becoming greater. Like, like, I remember, I think there's even a book on it. I never read it, but the, but the enemy called average. you know, like, like me and my, me and my ex-wife like differ on that dramatically. Right. So like, like anytime, like my kid wants to get an acting class. So like right away, I'm like, great. You want to act cool. I can manage that stuff. I can get you some auditions. I'll tell you what. When you're like 17, 18 and you need an apartment, I'll take care of the apartment. I'll take care of your basic necessities provided that you do auditions because acting ain't being in the movies. Acting is all about the auditions. And then yeah. my ex-wife, I, I, she's a nice lady, you know, you know but she, she's <laughs> very average, you know? So like, she's like, whoa whoa, 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 let's bring it down. I'm like, why? Why bring anything down? Why? Look, like if you're going <laughs> to do anything, like if you're going to do anything, yeah. Why not be? Why not at least attempt to be great at it? And then you get to figure out like what your actual natural talents are. And I'm convinced every single person has this natural talent of something that they're, they could be amazing at and yes. they won't even, they won't even hone that skill set because, you know, basic just fear, man. And I, yeah. and I, and, and so people look at, you know, like my, you know, people say, well, you're not afraid. You know, or, or, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah, constantly, great. I'm constantly intimidated. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly uncomfortable. I'm just so fucking used to it. Like if I have to have a, and yeah. I, I had a partner where I, I felt like he was making some bad decisions. And I, and I recognized that I wasn't talking to him. Like I needed to talk to him, you know? So I, you know, I read this book called honest to greatness and you know, all, uh, and I was like, I gotta be honest with this guy. Uh, this is like actually like two weeks ago. So I'm hiking. Uh, this is where I knew the universe wanted me to talk to him because I was going to call him on my phone when I was taking a hike. And, uh, and I decided against, it. but as I was putting my phone in my pocket, my hand and my thumb hit the, the call. So I call and I was like, Hey, you know, Hey person, I need, I'm going to, I'm going to be real with you. I was like, I need to talk to you like an entrepreneur. And I, and I can't, and that it, and it's holding us back because I'm not being forthright with you and the decisions that you're making while you think are good. And that's the thing. That's the thing in the, in the, in the, when you're, when you're, when you're achieving something, everybody looks at things vanilla, you know, right or wrong, right? Right or wrong. Is, is my ex-wife wrong for, for wanting my, my child to be average? Can you say, can you actually say that that's wrong when she provides for them, cares for them, works for them, loves them? You know, is that wrong? No, it's not, it's not wrong. It's just a totally different perspective of of how i view the world and and how i want to achieve that and the the scariest thing for me is is like dying <laughs> i don't want to die not having made an attempt to be my best i just don't yeah I, that, that scares the living shit out of me and i feel like and i'm i, I, I I've not reached everything that I needed to reach. But if I it's like if I died today, I don't want to die. Yeah. You know? But if but if I if I died today, like I'm not mad at myself. You know what I mean? Remember I yeah. you're this kid that literally went from homeless shelters to like living on the dude, every floor in my house, I see the ocean. You know what I mean? Like I I live yeah. like I live a pretty amazing lifestyle and and because i'm in a, in a I'm in an association where everybody's this you, you yeah forget. you forget yeah. and 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 i and i and I don't know man, I'm like yeah well, I, I think
0: like if you know I think you're touching on some really great stuff man, and like rejection and fear and like it's all there, and like right and you know and then the idea of right and wrong, you know it's it's like the way that we're taught about those things as we're growing up doesn't really support us if. You know, I guess some people would put a label on it if you have ADHD, right? Like I'm diagnosed with ADHD, ADHD. And then, and if you'd study the characteristics of it, you know, you, you chase new things, right? You get tired of things quickly. The things that you enjoy, you're able to really focus on and you might get obsessed with them for weeks or months or even, even a year, you know, years, maybe it never goes away. Right. And, and there's some interesting stuff you can learn about these things. Like the Andrew Huberman podcast is great. And he like talks about dopamine. Right. And like, that's, what's actually going on in our minds. And that, you know, you study ADHD and you learn that the dopamine communicates differently. Right. And, and when we're growing up, we were taught that that was um, what did they, what was it called? Because it used to be ADD, attention deficit disorder. So it was negative because it had the word deficit in yeah. there. Now it's ADHD, attention, attention.
1: Attention deficit hyperactive, hyperactive something disorder.
0: Something yeah. like that. I know they changed it to like not sound as negative or something like that. But, you know, all the things that you've mentioned you know are it it's just what we want right it's just what we're chasing it's what we want in our lives and then you have these people who don't have this condition that are like yeah. no you know they're like no get back down here with us you know there's you need the, to be- <laughs> cuz
1: it's 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 contradictory to the semblance of of normal society right like yeah. society society was created society there's rules that then created the framework the code, I guess you would call it of, of like, of society and somebody with ADHD, ADD entrepreneur, we, we are natural contrarians, like na- yeah. like natural. And, 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 I, I question everything. That doesn't mean I'm like some grand conspiracy theorist or anything like that. I just recognize that humans are humans. Like the, the more, the more I see people of success, the more I'm like, that guy's a dumbass too. Yeah. It's, almost like, it's almost like liberating. I'm like, he's a fucking idiot. Like, and I'm, not, I'm not insulting it because I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, that guy's a forum, you know? And to me, that's like, that's like, okay. The difference between me and you now is time. It's just time, yeah. It's, it's yeah. time passing. The decision's already been made. I'm in that direction. Now it's, it's time, time passing, you
0: know? And, and, Man, if we could like, how could we? Because Sean, like, you weren't always here, right? Like, you struggled a little bit. Like, I'm thinking, how can we package this for someone who's struggling? It's probably I, something they've heard a million times, but you know, right? Like, I i mean, what? How were you when you were growing up? You know, like, did well, you I have was, money? Were you Were you always no, like this? Oh no, man, we were. And
1: I was just talking to my mom about that, you know, because my mom travels the world and all that other stuff, and and but she she was poor man like i yeah and if i told my story dude there'll be a day like you people watch like you know like the pursuit of happiness and they're like wow that guy really like dude i man but i like my dad's a criminal i have a i have a criminal father i have murderers in my family you know you know it's just it's it's outrageous and and but then all of that has built my framework in terms of like relationships with people value just because you have a title that doesn't mean a boss. What's boss to me? yeah You know, I remember my kid was getting bullied at school. You know, so I go to the school. I remember this. You know, yeah. I looked that <laughs> I lit it up. And uh so I go to the school and uh um they don't they didn't know who I was. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? I was always just casual. I can't I'm not gonna be talking with these Catholic school moms about bake sales and shit like that. So I was just sitting there at the time with I was always representing the D-bag life with my hat and my hoodie. And so you know, I was with, like this mysterious guy. And uh I show up and they're talking dean of students. And I'm like, well, I was like, you keep saying these things like it means something. I'm, I'm the father of a child that trumps all of this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you know, it trump, it trumps all of it. And, and there's so many people that like try to fit, they try to compartmentalize all of these aspects of their life to try to create some type of normal normalcy. You know, I I guess around it, and here we are as entrepreneurs, where it's like you see something, and because you see the goal, you see the goal of of how you can get there. You recognize how poorly the process has been made for yeah. you to be able to achieve that. Yeah, flat out, flat out. Not everybody gets to be middle class. There's, you know, I know that they always say that there's enough resources on the planet. Yeah, there's enough resources on the planet to feed people. There's enough resources on the planet to keep food over your head. There's not enough coastal land that everybody gets to live on oceanfront property. There's not, right. there's not enough batteries out there where everybody gets to own two cars or whatever, you know, and blah, blah, blah. There, there's just not enough. So, so of, those, of those resources that, that are available, how does that get divvied up? But by those that actually pursue it, yeah. you know, and, and so few. So I, I run I I like, I get criticized a lot because I, I have a block list on Facebook of like probably like three 4,000 people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I remember one time I was just showing my block list one time and I was just scrolling and I kept going, kept going. Because it's like, for me, people will criticize me, right? They'll be like, yeah. oh, you just only want people around you that agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I do. You just, you, just, you, know, you know, we all live in a bubble. All of us. We all we all live in this bubble, so why wouldn't I live in a bubble of like-minded people, provided right. that I'm happy, they're happy, we're all growing together. Yes. Why do I have to care about what your perspective is on anything that's not aligned with me? You know like i'm I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a republican i'm yeah. I, I think all of that is ridiculous because it's something that's like being fed to us and that does yeah, and it was created right
0: I mean well, I actually I agree like I'm not a political individual and it's, and it's you know, not and was,
1: people will because there's a sense of identity and a sense of value yeah and 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 because like back in the day, you know like you know i'm I'm old enough to recognize remember a world that was before the internet. <laughs> And, and at that time, you know, when I was a kid, 10, 15, 20 years old, I didn't get the internet until I was like 21, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. So I've only had like 20 years of the internet that, that you only hung around the people that that's how that's your click was literally people that aligned with you, agreed with you. You all shared the same thoughts, but as we've started co- uh, the internet started exposing so many different ideals there's this idea that i have to accept everybody else's thoughts you know and 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 and, you know and it's like i let let people be how they want to be but i still get to think being a tranny's weird doesn't mean that they shouldn't have a bathroom and a rights and all this other stuff and even saying tranny is like a really weird thing and maybe i shouldn't say transsexual or whatever but like yeah, I get to be ignorant of the things that don't really matter to me if it's not even something that's in my normal environment. Now that said, since we're all getting all controversial, the universe had a had a uh 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 like I got gay kids. <laughs> I got, I got <laughs> a lesbian <laughs> daughter and an omnisexual daughter. I didn't even know what the hell that was. You, you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, and I and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be real with I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Love wherever the hell you want to love. Thank you actually for being a lesbian, by the way. Because now yeah. I don't have to worry about all the dicks of the world. You, you know what I mean? But 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 uh uh I uh, um I was like sometimes sometimes daddy says some stupid shit. Yeah. Like, hey, that's gay. And I when I see that. I don't mean it
0: that way. I don't I'm not going on some
1: stupid tangent.
0: Out no, I mean, in my opinion, it's like, I, I feel like it's stuff that everyone is dealing with. And then so many of us put on the the facade of, oh, it's know. all uh, right. But instead you could just be authentic and yeah. be like, oh, you know what? I think that's it's freaking weird. But like, hey, you know, you're cold. Oh, you need my shirt. Here you go. Oh, you okay. know, like, okay. here's my jacket hey. off my back. But right oh. like that it, it's that it can be like that and i think that's yeah. you know a message that you don't hear growing up is like hey you're, you're allowed to think something and that's okay and you know just because you thought that doesn't mean you have to act on it right like you don't have to be hateful about yeah. it right? hate, like, hate, Yeah, hate
1: is a uh, hate to like i don't hate anybody you know these people I don't like But there's, there's, but it's, for me, it's uh, going back to the blocking thing. It's really easy to just remove them from my life. Yeah. Especially, especially on the internet, which is mind boggling to me that like, you know, that nobody, nobody promotes self-censorship ever. It's always like, so Facebook is a platform where, where if you don't like something, it's like really easy. You just block, you just
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and then you never have to see it again you never have to you you get to literally remove somebody from your life and then like vr's coming out now now i'm going yeah right vr's come out. like the first week of vr some lady was like i was gang raped and, and i'm like come on like if I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now nick if you are gang raped in virtual reality, my friend, you <laughs> wanted to be gay, right? <laughs> you wanted. At any point, you could have just picked up the visor and been like, "I'm good." Or in VR, like I don't know if you've ever been in like VR. I've been on one. Yeah, I've been on you it. Literally, just block people. Like I remember there was yeah, like, this okay. kid, there, was, there was this annoying kid. You know, we were playing. I was playing virtual poker, and this kid just, Bink! it just nice. dies. <laughs> has been, been gone. Like. Bink! <laughs> Bink!
0: <laughs> and, wow
1: because like, then the thing is like there's the fear of love. Well, what happens if like there's there's so many there are how many billions of people that are on this planet
0: yeah yeah i'm
1: supposed to like all of them no, right man, they're all gonna work for me in my favor to, to help me achieve what you know what it is i want or what you know i'm gonna help them achieve what they want no man i only have so many people dude i used to have a friends list of five thousand individuals and that was an insane amount of people for one person to have like it's unnatural that more people know you than you know them. you know because you know i would go around and people to this day you know like they'll uh, my inbox still gets hit up you know and it's like i don't know these individuals you know and 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 it's like so where where's my time best spent and i and i had spent a good deal because i came from nothing you know, and and I and I always I was always wanting to put myself in a position where where I was creating a platform for other people to follow. Yeah, you, you, you know what I mean. Where I would always talk about like scale buildings and not mountains. You know, because like a mountain, there's just few few on top, but a building, you know, you get to the top of the building, you can fit hundreds of people on 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 top of the building. The problem is, um, that 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 I found that that. Some people want to get to the top, but they want you to take them. They're not yeah. really willing to grow. And and so Clint, uh in MDS, he shared a story with me that I'm gonna share with you that Michael Quinn had shared with him, that another guy had shared with him. And this was like one of those conversations that was like a pivotal decision, like pivotal point. It literally changed my life. I told him that I'm like, You you there's points in my life where I could say this changed my life. This conversation was one of them. And and so he had said that. There's a lighthouse, and this is the story of the lighthouse and the tugboat, right? The the lighthouse and the tugboat, they both serve the same purpose uh, in terms of, like, getting ships to their destination. But how they go about it is incredibly different. Like, when when a tugboat goes out and it gets the ships that can't do it for whatever reason, that quit along the way, or too broken, or beaten up, or whatever the case might be, and it sits there and drags them through the ice or the mud or whatever... It is to to be able to bring them back on shore, and then it's got to go back and do it again, and do it again, and do it again. And tugboats. When you think of a tugboat, you don't think prestige. You don't think, you know, beaten up, weary, beat. You know, just just defeated. And I had, I man, my blood pressure is through the roof. Everybody's problems were my problems because I'm yeah. trying to help everybody, and they they can't they can't get there on their own, you know. So the lighthouse shines its light brightly and it's like hey here i am here's the destination here's where you want to be figure out how to get here here's where i am and here's that bright you know that bright light and the boats that are able can make it and if your boat can't make it get your life preserver out and swim do whatever you need to do at least you know the destination you're not just sitting there waiting for someone to come save you and i had realized that like in the process of what I was doing, I was bringing people. They became anchors in my life, significant anchors, and it, it had cost me a great deal of time and money. You know, considering the amount of people that I had, I have coached and helped that have become successful. To the, I mean, I I've, I've coached oh. thousands, maybe. I mean, it's really hard to. It's really hard to quantify. You know, I'm not no Tony Robbins or anything, but right. in the whole sphere, I've I've helped. Yeah thousands of people and only like seven to maybe top 20 maybe became anything of it you know where they actually did something and they came back and you know what's funny about that is i always tell them like I, it wasn't me you came with the right question right you know? yeah. and that was yeah. a big that was a big thing for me like if you remember i used to piss a lot of people off because i'd be like ask a better question yeah you know <laughs> that was your thing I was like, ask a better question. And it's a kind of a dick thing to say, but yeah. at, at the same time for me, that was it's a part of it. Yeah. It's like the, 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 you know, when somebody like, I know, I know when I'm talking to somebody now I've seen enough, I know, I don't care how bad they want it. I know how how well that they're willing to succeed simply based on how the questions that they ask because the questions that they ask is is indicative of how their mind works and processes yeah. and
0: solves problems and the effort that they've put in already yeah. before asking. Yeah.
1: Yes, and and that and that's so Yeah. So like for me like I'm no I will no longer I no longer do it. I no longer will. Um, Yeah, I just remember. I just got a message from somebody like um, maybe a couple of weeks ago. They're like, "Hey, Sean, can you help me pick out a product?" And I'm like, "I'm like, do you realize how much I have to rewind to get down to like picking a product? You know, that's yeah. like it's the most like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I can't. That's not a good use of my time anymore. Right, like, like yeah. not even, not even
0: remotely. You know, well, I think it's like a good, like it's indicative of how you've been able to like adapt in order to get the things that you want in your life. And if you yep. look, like even since I've known you, I've seen that change from you know uh, starting out and reselling and then teaching and then you know now where you are now in in Puerto Rico. Like and you've even physically made a big change as well. Yeah, like you're you're doing it man and and you know i think well, there's a perfect. lot of elements that yeah it's done right you're done and you're living no no and no it's not it's not done i still oh, okay got okay years ago, but yeah but yeah, yeah.
1: i i appreciate but, the benchmark of where i'm at right
0: now. yeah yeah and that's uh just it's where that's i mean isn't that where everyone wants to be you know and and you know deep down like and i think there is a checklist of getting there you know and i do think any human being that is born in a normal condition even if even if not like they can achieve these things and it's not taught out there and you know sometimes you just have to you just have to go for it man and surround yourself with the right people you you had mentioned that that you know is there a framework right
1: and and i'm not saying i have the framework but i believe i have a, a variant of the framework. Uh, that works. I used to go around. I used to talk about this. I call it. We call it mindset. I, me and Becky, call it mindset ROI, and and it's 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 the process. You know, because a lot of times people think that it's the knowledge. You if you get a lot of knowledge that you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna solve all your problems, and it doesn't. Right then, there's people that think if they put in all the work, it's gonna solve all their problems. You know, and, and neither one of them does it. It's, it's, it's your thought process. It's the thought yeah. process of what problem are you solving the most? You know what? I'm sorry. What, what problem are you at? So like, let's say for instance, that you, you get a, you get like a series of negative reviews. You know, there's going to be some sellers that will take the time to try to reach out to these, th- these, these buyers, you know, and swindle them in some way to changing their review from like a one-star to a five-star. Or you could recognize the root problem is maybe your product is shit. You know what I mean? And maybe it's going to cost you some more time, energy, and effort to solve that root problem. But now you're, not, you're, you're scaling a business that's dramatically more efficient. Yeah. You know, and, and so for me, there's, when, I'm, when I'm doing anything in life, I'm always trying to figure out what problem is it that I'm really trying to solve. And that's actually helped me even in my relationships with my partners. Uh, Becky because we have you know relationships when you're like you know relationship with somebody you know you're, you're gonna you're gonna there's gonna be times where words aren't nice to each other yeah <laughs> you, know, you know you know what I mean and for me I, I would we we had made a decision that we would uh, and this is any really true of any of my but I'm just thinking in terms of my personal relationship that that if we're not fighting for the same thing it's not even worth fighting like if you if I'm fighting this way and you're fighting that way we we will never there will never be a crossroads that that we're gonna connect on. And it's literally not even worth us fighting. So now we hardly like we hardly fight. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, you know, because right. disagreements, but at least then when we're fighting towards the same thing. You, you know what I mean? It's like we're oh yeah, yeah. Crossroads where I'm like, okay, this is okay, we're good. We're good now.
0: Yeah, it's good to I mean, you know you're going the same direction, right? You yeah. just you just might have a disagreement on on how to get. Yeah,
1: and that to, th- picking the right people in your life is is such an underutil. It's so it's so nobody. It's 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 undervalued of how yeah. important it is to have really good people. And like I'm not telling you, if if for anybody listening to this, watching this, assess every single relationship that you have in your life and if at if today you would not be friends with that person then you should not be friends with that person simple as that you know like just for me i would unfriend them on facebook and see how i felt about it a week later yeah because i can always re-at them you know and 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 chiseling out a really good network has has been super beneficial to my to my just growth my happiness my journey I don't have, I don't, I'm, my brain is not bogged down with things that are entirely irrelevant to me. And I try to try to get rid of it, you know, because right now Russia's doing whatever with Ukraine. And so this morning I'm all riled up about it. And I'm like, why, 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 yeah. why there's so many other things that are going on on this planet that like right now there's somebody that's like, you know, I'm going to do the sob story, but there's somebody right now dying of like, this is their last day on the planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, how much does Russia and Ukraine have any value to somebody whose last day on the planet is today? And, and if it's not important to them, why is it important to me? Well, you know what? That person, that last day on the planet, you know, I bet you the loves that they have in their life, the memories that they have, you know, those, those are the things that, that really matter. If that matters to that person, their last day on this planet, that, that's things that should matter to me today because today yeah. could be my last day yeah. on On this planet and i and i it 's a fight, but it's like it's a thing that I, I i constantly um try to to bring my my you know myself back to you know i'm evolving I've, I've i've accepted that i'm not the same man that I was yesterday i'm not who I was five years ago i'm not who I was ten years ago uh, you know and 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 I look forward to like seeing who i who I continue to become because i i, I you know think i'm a really fucking good dude at the end yeah misunderstood a lot of times i'm crude i'm a dick you know and i i'm all these bad things you know but i'm all these amazing things that that at the end of the day we all are man like we all are we all just play this character of of how we want to be perceived in life and 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 nobody really will ever know you nobody and and so i i do my best to, to just try to leave it out you, you, you know what i mean like just try to give like this is like this how i talk to you is how i talk to my mom so i talk to my kids yeah you know, you know what i mean i'm like what are you doing it's, it's some dumbass shit you know <laughs> it's like you know like come on you're front for your kids i'm like yeah yeah but like, we're 18 they can say whatever the fuck they want you know but till then mm. you yeah. know you know it's 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 so there's i think that's what I think that's what at the end of the day is, is what people are. That's my brand of charisma. Yeah.
0: And people that, appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, at you least know. Some, even though I might not agree with Sean, you know, yeah. cause I'm, I'm not right. I'm, some of the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, you know, honestly, yeah. like that's what people need. You just got to get comfortable. Like in my opinion, rejection is a qualification, right? Like, Oh, you reject me. Great. Yep. I, you know, we're not going to get along, okay? Yeah, that, yeah. it makes it,
1: yeah. makes it easier. And there's people yeah. I don't, I don't like, and they don't like me. But it's a, it's, <laughs> not, it's not a it's not a negative thing. It's just like
0: okay. it's just life, right? It's life. It's just how
1: it is. Yeah, going to like me. I'm not going to like you.
0: So, Sean, well, it's been like it's been so cool to watch your journey, and yeah. you know just just to be a part of it. You know, fun fact, you referred me to MBS. So, you know, back when I got in um So yeah, man, it's just it's just been great, you know. Why it, it, I appreciate like being a part of your journey in this way, you know. Like it's it's been amazing to watch, and it's so cool to see you move down to Puerto Rico and and just you got to come down, man. Down there, I'll down, I'll down, everybody. Yeah,
1: it, it's not it's not Puerto Rico, and I'll, I'll wrap this up. Real quick. It's not it's not Puerto Rico per se.
0: Yeah.
1: The, the thing that really gets me is the community of individuals that I'm literally surrounded in 24 hours a day and, and everybody needs that in their life and yeah. everyone else that's not a part of that. You don't need them. They got their own journey. They got their own success and hopefully they achieve whatever it is that they want. But if if it's not in
0: line with, with, you know, where I'm going. Yeah. It's one of those moments where it's like, it's, it's sad. It's kind of like fear, right? It's like, oh man, I'm. you're looking back on this life that you've lived, you know, and it's sad because you care about these people and things, but you know, you have your life to live. Maybe you have a family and other people to consider and a goal and a vision. And, you know, you need to be around people that push you closer to that goal, not hold you back from it. Absolutely. You know, at some point you just have to make that decision, man. It's tough, but that's if you don't make the decision, the decision will be made for you hmm. in one way or another. Ain't that so you got to make it. <laughs> yeah. That is the truth. <laughs> Sean, you are the man. I wish we had more time just to hang out and kick it. We definitely got to get up more calls, do whatever, yeah, man. Do I love hanging yeah, out with, like cool, like Chat with you. I
1: like I'm with you. if it's been too long, maybe yeah, those smoke sessions. Yes, yes. Let's
0: it again. Yes. Let's do it man. again. Let's do when it out. Get that, get let's do, do it. it. Do it. Yes. All right. Sounds Pretty good, cool. man. I always do it in the evening anyways. All right, right. man. Good seeing you. All right. Take care. Are you a million dollar seller looking to network with like-minded entrepreneurs? Apply for membership now at milliondollarsellers.com. Leave us a review and subscribe now so you don't miss out on next week's episode.